Hey guys, I got some exciting news to share with you. New Amazing Trends. That's right. New Amazing Trends is a leading seller of the most innovative, most advanced, most revolutionary products out there. They constantly strive to bring you the very best products the world has to offer at the best prices. Now the thing about this is, this website has new trends every single week. For example, about a month ago, I bought some whitening toothpaste on there that I was really happy with. And they, it, it, that week, they had toothpaste, they had those LED light things, they had all kind of whitening strips, things like that. And then they'll shift to like beauty products for women, things for kids, things for around the house, things that you really can't get anywhere else. And you got them at the best prices that you can possibly get them at. I'm telling you, all you got to do is go to newamazingtrends.com. This week, they're featuring household items, you know, things like automatic soap dispensers, you know, like windshield covers, but, you know, like like good ones, not like ones you'll get in, like, Walmart, cheap plastic crap. I'm talking real stuff. So you can grab something for the house, and when you get to check out, you can grab something for uh, your little skippies. Again, go to newamazingtrends.com. All of these products are already heavily discounted, and you want to save another 10%? Just type in the promo code CHRISTIAN12672 at checkout. Get another 10% off. That's C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-12672. Make sure you're checking this website out frequently because their offers change every single week. New trends every week. New amazing trends. Join the future. Full future. Half the cost. Newamazingtrends.com. is Christian Rodriguez and it is time for the C-Rod podcast for Sunday, October 9th, 2022. Depeche Mode bringing us in and they are now yet another band to make it three times here on the C-Rod podcast. And this one actually came in by request. Don't get any fucking ideas, by the way. (laughs) I just took this request because he's one of my favorite people, my buddy Matt. But the reason why I think I don't is because Actually, my brother did request one that I thought I had used already, like that, remember the Chicago Bulls entrance theme? I ended up using that. But the thing is, is like when I'm coming in, like leading into an episode, I like to get a song that's got like an intro that'll breathe a little bit. You know, this way you get like a, like 30 seconds before I come in. But then the shorter intros I'll, I'll use coming in out of a break. I just think it's a, a good thing to, you know, to tee up the episode, if you will. And God bless Depeche Mode. And people are people, you know? So why should it be? More on that later. Now, my monologue this week is going to actually go into the first thing that I have for you guys. And as I tell you guys all the time, you know, one of my, the favorite part of the podcast for me is interacting with you. I love when I get messages. I love when I get texts. You know, I love when I, you know, calls really whatever but i mean you know emails messenger messages calls you know text whatever i love that good and bad you know because i told you last week i had that one a new a potential new listener who you know shit all over my mexican independence day bit (laughs) but you know i it's also a good barometer check for me for like the best of and by the way i am now taking uh suggestions for best of season two which is going to be i don't want seven short weeks or now not seven i could say 11 12 weeks from now just keep that in mind if there's anything that really jumped off the page for you the ones that you message me about and say oh my god i was dying when you did this and blah, blah, blah. send them in but the, the messages i get are a good barometer check for that because the more messages i get about a certain bit is, is basically telling me that like you know more people than those people that messaged liked it they just didn't say anything about it so the one that's they are now going to make the best of and I have a follow-up on it, actually, is I think it was two weeks ago, maybe two or three weeks ago when I was talking about fall, and I was talking about, like, you know, the things that come with fall. You know, like the pumpkin spice people and the people who, you know, the Halloween for two months people, you know. And and it wasn't even, it really wasn't even about that part. It was more about me talking about the Halloween movies. 
and like Michael My- and how ridiculous it is. You know, it's like you, you killed the guy 63 times and, and he still comes to fuck back. Well, I got a follow up on that because it, I forget what night of the week it was last week. But it was like, you know, there was there was some rain like earlier in the week. I think it was like three nights or Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, maybe it was when it rained because Tuesday was my golf outing and more on that later. But it was just a cold, you know, rainy fall night. And I thought, all right, you know, I get in the spirit, you know, how you, you know, I'll tell you, I, I get into it, you know, but I don't, I don't get ridiculous about, all right, yeah, I'll watch a couple, you know, spooky movies. So I think the last app that I had on was HBO Max. And I'm just scrolling down, you know, trying to look for something. You know, even if it's a movie I've seen before, you know, I just wanted to find like, you know, a Halloweeny type of movie, right? Lo and behold, what shows up on the fucking menu? Halloween Kills. Now, this one came out last year. If you remember me telling you in that bit, you know, they made a series of movies lately. Like every Halloween, a new Halloween movie comes out. And it's like, you, you didn't kill this fucking guy yet? Like, he didn't die of natural causes yet? <laughs> like a stroke? You know, he doesn't have a home. Did he ever freeze to death? Nothing? You know, this guy just can't be killed. Okay? Now, if you remember me telling you all of the shit that this guy endured in these first 72 movies... All right, including getting his head chopped the fuck off, getting shot six times in, in the chest from point blank fucking range, falling off of a balcony, being lit on fire from head to toe, among a bevy of other things, and the guy still keeps coming back. And they still, like I said, after they think they kill him, they just, all right, that's a wrap. Let's go get dinner. He's dead. And they just leave. And every time they leave, he gets the fuck up. You know, like you still didn't learn after all these years, 40 years. So I'm debating whether I even want to like dip my toe in this or not, because I'm like, is it, is this going to be the same thing? Like just 40 years later with, with this shit, you know? So I'm like, all right, fuck it. You know, let me just, let me check it out. I, I'm going to tell you, I got, I got 15 minutes in and I'm like this, it, they still don't have anything new. Like they have no new shtick on this fucking movie. It's the same exact thing. Now the difference was now. It was like the 40-year anniversary, I guess it was, right? Anthony Michael Hall, who was, who was now the grown-up version of, like, Tommy, the little kid Tommy from Halloween 1, and he's had an open mic night, like, at a bar, where, you know, open mic, where, where people play music, or in the small chance, like, someone will be a stand-up comedian that usually doesn't go well, but it was an open mic night. Now, he gets up there, he's like, oh, I'm not going to play any music for you, I'm not going to do any comedy, I'm just going to tell you a story, and he tells the whole story about that night, Halloween, Michael Myers, blah, blah, blah. And the whole bar gets into it, and they're all like chilled, and they're like, "Oh my god!" Like, like that would ever happen if you were in a bar. And you'd get like ten words into that story, but get the fuck off the stage, here, chief. You know, we don't give a fuck about your spooky stories, right? But it's the same thing every single year. Michael Myers disappears for the entire year. Who knows what the fuck he's doing? Like, because he, he's not killing people, he ain't doing. It. He's only Halloween, right? So then, you know, so they're sitting there, it's Halloween night, and 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 they're all in the bar hanging out, and they're like, I wonder if he's going to come back this time. Well, he's, he's come back for the last 40 years, I'm pretty sure he's going to come back this time. And they're like, no, you know, they're like, no, Michael Myers is dead, come on, stop with that bullshit, right? And they're, and they're talking about him, blah, 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 and the next thing you know, on the bar TV screen, you know, three people dead in Haddonfield, they were killed by a, a, a maniac killer with a knife, and they're like, oh my god, Michael's here! <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see that coming? Like, this is the 40th time in a row that this, that this fucking happened, right? And I'm sitting there going, like, I got to turn this off. Because it's going to be the same exact thing. You know, at the end game is he he wants to kill Lori. You know, after all this, he's probably killed 1,200 people in all in all these Halloween movies. He still can't get the, the ever-elusive Lori Strode. Right? And the thing is, it's like he, he, he kills, you know, 30 people each movie that weren't anywhere in the way or obstructing him getting to Lori Strode. Like, he'll just walk down the street and just walk into random houses and just and just murder a whole family. <laughs> For what? Like, what are you doing? Right? And then, and then here's the other thing. Like, when he, pl- he plays his hide-and-go-seek shit and, th- and they fall for it every time, like, there'll be, you know, there'll be three people and they know what house he's in. Like, he's in that house right there. Right? And, and, and all the lights are off magically. You know? And these three people walk in. And what do they do? They still haven't learned. <laughs> they walk in, and Michael Myers is clearly upstairs. 
okay and they're like okay what, what, what's the plan guys okay i'll take the basement and you gotta take the kitchen and i'll go upstairs it's like, and they split up <laughs> it's like you don't realize like strength in numbers like stay together no every single time they split up every time right so one goes upstairs and one stays downstairs and the other one goes down. and the person goes upstairs right and they're walking all slow and <laughs> And and, and and they go and then they'll go to a door and they'll just like fast like open it up and see if anybody's in there or nobody's in there. And they'll do that like three more times. And then out of nowhere, Michael Myers just jumps out of some random closet <laughs> and murders a dude. And while he's being killed, the dude's like making he's like, Oh the! <laughs> And the guy the guy in the kitchen's like, What Steve? What's going on, Steve? Are you okay? You know? And then the guy will run upstairs and, and the body Michael Myers is gone. And, and the body is like is, is conveniently on display like he was an artist like that Michael was you know like from the time it took for somebody to run up a flight of stairs you tied his arms in a fucking knot and hung him upside down by his ankles <laughs> and then you're gone too you know and as soon as they see the body hanging there the person that sees is like ah! and they drop whatever weapon they have because they're so stricken with fucking fear and then michael myers comes from behind him and murders that fucking guy and then the guy's in the basement guy he has no idea what's going on yet <laughs> oh man it's fucking ridiculous but even more ridiculous is the way that this movie ended okay and again i i won't tell you the like an entire movie or entire plot of something unless i'm trying to save you an hour and a half of your time <laughs> You know, so it's like, here's what I, this is the thing that, that pisses me off the most. So it got to a point where um, Judy Greer's in the movie and she's Laurie Strode's daughter and she has a daughter and she's got a boyfriend and they're, and they're going into this house where Michael is. And again, what do they do? Well, what do you want to do, honey? Oh, I'll, you go upstairs and I'll, I'll go down. Like, we're going to split up again. We didn't see what just happened a half hour ago. Okay, fine. Right. So it gets to the point where, you know, again, a well-placed fucking banana peel that the girl slipped on and broke her fucking ankle, right? She hears her boyfriend screaming because Michael's killing him upstairs, and she can't get upstairs because of the, the conveniently placed banana peel, and they always break their ankle. So she's laying at the bottom of the fucking steps, and she's watching him murder her boyfriend. And then she, <laughs> she's she got a knife in her hand as big as his, right? It's just, you know, he always has that giant fucking chef knife that if I stabbed you in the stomach, it would come out your back you know and she's like come get me motherfucker and he, and he comes walking down the stairs right and she she finds the willpower to stand on the broken ankle right and she proceeds to stab him in the stomach with the fucking french knife three times and he just shook it off like yeah all right, that's that ain't gonna do nothing to me <laughs> like you gotta be fucking kidding me right so it gets to the point now at the bottom of the stairwell he's he's on top of her ready to right it's it's fucking curtains for this bitch right but no Judy Greer happened to know what house that she was in, and she goes behind him and, and she proceeds to stab him in the back. You ready for this? With a five-prong pitchfork. Yeah, right. So now that 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 fucked him up a little bit. He was like, ah, that 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 smarted a little bit. Shit, you know. <laughs> so she goes and curb stomps him. Like his his head was on the first step. She fucking curb stomped him. So so far, damage Michael Myers has taken among the first 72 movies where he took all the other shit that we talked about in this movie alone so far he's taken three french knife stabs to the midsection all right a curb stomp and was stabbed with a five prong fucking pitchfork okay any human in in america in america in the on the globe is dead okay no not michael he gets up <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like with him it's almost like you know like rocky like like after mickey died like anytime he got knocked down he would hear mickey in his ear he's like get up you son of a bitch <laughs> and he just gets up all right so now he goes out into the street and now like the kid tommy anthony michael hall the kid tommy has rounded up the troops he's got the, the whole fucking neighborhood there's like 40 people and he started this whole campaign evil dies tonight evil dies tonight and they're running around the, the, the neighborhood screaming like idiots and they all got bats and pipes and chains and fucking guns and knives right so finally they circle him they, they surround him in the middle of the street right and michael myers is just standing there like like what's the move you know <laughs> like what, what do i do all right and i'm sitting there at that very moment i'm scratching my chin going 
I wonder how he's going to Bruce Lee his way out of this one. You know, like you got 40 people with with deadly weapons in their hand. How is he going to emerge from this? Because you know he's going to. Right? So they start beating the fucking piss out of this dude. Like they're, they're, they're just mauling him. You know, like bat, baseball bats to the head. You know, they're, they're, they're hitting him in the kneecap, taking his knees out. They're whacking him in the back, whacking him in the rib cage with two by fours and pipes and bats. One dude came up and shot him five times. Again, in the chest. Like nobody ever aims for his fucking head. I, I, that I can't understand either, but it shoots him five times, right? So now he's laying, you know, face down on the ground, and Judy Greer comes and she's going to, you know, she's coming up with the finisher. You know, she's got the, the, the knife that he was using. And she stuck it in his back all the way to the handle. Okay. So again, let's let's relive what the damage that he's gone through in this movie alone, not the first seventy-two movies. Okay. He's been stabbed three times. He's been curb stomped. He's been stabbed with a fucking five-prong pitchfork, shot five times, and beaten for at least fifteen minutes <laughs> by everybody in the neighborhood with some sort of a fucking weapon. Right. And again, Mickey's whispering in his ear, Get up, you son of a bitch! <laughs> he takes the fucking knife out of his own back, gets up, and, bru- and exactly like I said, he Bruce Lee'd his way out of it. You remember Bruce Lee movies? You know, like they, they, they attack, like there's 30 people around him, but they all attack him one at a time, and Bruce Lee just whoops everybody's ass like, like solo. Like they don't jump him. They do it one at a time. And he did that. He, he killed all fucking 30 of them. And that was like pretty much the end of the movie. He was like alive. He didn't even die at the end of the movie. So now, now I'm invested. I'm invested because it's like this month the Halloween Ends movie is coming out, which pretty much tells me it's the last one, which I still can't believe. And I'm just so curious now to see what happens because what are you going to do in this movie to kill Michael Myers that you didn't do in the first seventy two movies? I am. I am. I. I can't wait. <laughs> I just can't wait to see what happens I'm thinking here's what I'm thinking I'm thinking that the only way that this can end is if he kills Lori because like that's the whole thing I think if he kills Lori he don't he doesn't come back every Halloween the only reason why he's coming back is to get the ever elusive Lori Strode like I said and 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 then just kills you know 37 people who have nothing to do with the situation and are not even remotely in the way but I'm just, I'm just sitting here, like, going, you know, again, like, they, they just never fucking learn. In fact, when they when he, when he she stuck that, Judy Greer stuck the knife in his back, a lot of the people left. They're like, oh, okay, he's dead. Let's just leave him there. Like, he, he, he didn't learn, you know. Didn't you see Halloween 37 when he... <laughs> but that's my thing. I mean, outside of, of burning him to ash, okay, or maybe, maybe um, burying him in concrete, you know, or chopping his head off and actually taking it with you. Like, what are they going to do in this movie that's different, that, that Halloween ends? It's got to be that he kills Laurie and is like, oh, I'm good now, I don't need to kill people anymore. Just some insider info real quick. I got to tell you, I'm getting really good at stopping this whenever one of those fucking fart can dipshit cars goes driving down the street. There's been like six of them in this 17 minutes and six seconds. There's been like six of them. They just never stop in this in this fucking filth trap that's, that is Norristown. It just it just it never ever ever stops. And more on that later. I got another thing that I recorded. Surprise, surprise. But you know, I, I it's just they, they start coming and they distract me. So I just hit I hit the stop button now and then. I just you know after they you know go three stop signs down, I can't hear them anymore. That's how fucking loud they are. Anyway, so yeah, there's a there's a 17 minute monologue on Halloween. <laughs> But that you know, I don't know if this follow up is going to make the the best of either because it's you know seventeen minutes. I I want to keep that inside two hours for sure. You know, well, I mean maybe two, maybe a little more. We'll see what happens though because I'll see if I can periodically do it throughout that week and maybe make it longer. Who knows? Maybe it'll be a Joe Rogan episode. Who knows? But one more quick thing before the break here. I was on my way to the supermarket. I was leaving here. I was going. I was going to go to the supermarket and, and more on that later as well. But. There's something that I told you guys, and I believe it was in the pilot episode when I told you about this fucking Stanley downstairs. He's just a fucking weird dude. He's like, like I said, he's about 65, somewhere around there. You know, and he's still going for his walks and wearing a fucking N95 mask outside. He wears it in his house. He wears it like, he's just a fucking weird dude. Right? 
But what I told you in that in that pilot episode was how every time I walk down that that stairwell, like he, it smells like he's fucking you know cooking or burning something. My thing is, no matter you can suck at something, like you could be terrible at something, okay? But the more reps that you get, and the more you do it, and the more you do it, the better you get. It's just nature. It's it's evolution. Yeah, it, it doesn't apply to this guy downstairs because like he's still burning shit every single time I go I open that door because it's usually typically the same time I get done work at like 530 you know and I, if I have to pick up dinner or if I got to run other errands or whatever the case may be I got I have to you know go downstairs and it's always at the time where he's fucking up his dinner you know I swear to God it's like he it's like it burnt isn't the word it's like he he had to it's got to be like fucking charcoal at that at that that it stinks when you go down that fucking it's unbelievable it smells like burnt protein and spinach like it, it's gross i'm like dude how can you even eat that shit and, and and furthermore aren't you learning as you go like maybe i should just you know flip that a little bit earlier <laughs> like if you unless you like your food like that but i mean like that's that's some jeffrey dahmer shit you know but it's just unbelievable. It's it's unbelievable. This the guy like he just continuously fucking burn shit. <laughs> it's like I got to smell it every single time I go down that fucking thing. I'm like Jesus. I'm like I listen. I can come in there. All right. I'll wear a mask. Don't worry. I'll, I'll give you like a full blown cooking course on what not to do. Cause I'm tired of smelling your burnt shit, Stanley. Anyway, I'm up against a break here. So. As always, the uh, get off my lawn segment, and that's fucked up. And we got some more fun stuff on the other side. So keep it locked right here on the C Rod podcast. Back after this. Hey guys, you got a home improvement job that you've just been putting off that you need to get done for fear of maybe like you don't have the right materials, you don't got the DIY to be able to do it yourself, you don't have the manpower to do it. Then look no further. My buddy Chris Jackson at C. Jackson Contractors, he's got you covered. That's right. I've known Chris for about 15 years now, and I got to tell you, I knew right then that that guy was going to be at the top of his field once he got involved and got things rolling. You know how I know? We would be hanging out on the weekends in the summertime, drinking beers, playing wiffle ball, throwing horseshoes, having barbecues, you know, as the guys do. And I would always look around, and Chris wasn't there. I go, hey, where's Chris at? Like, oh, yeah, he's, uh, he's remodeling a kitchen for somebody. He's doing a side job. He would do that on Saturday and Sunday. He worked 50, 60 hours a week on his job. Then he would come out and do side jobs on the weekend. And I'm talking about second to none, top quality, unbelievable craftsmanship. This stuff will blow your mind. All you got to do is go to his website at cjacksoncontractors.com just to see what I'm talking about. I mean, I'm talking this guy's got custom design, general and custom carpentry, building cabinetry, handmade tables and benches. Those are really high-end, too. High-end home bars, elegant staircases, anything that you can dream up. If this, it's Chris's dream to make your dream come true, right? One call to Chris, and he's basically going to weed out all those shady contractors who are going to do a shitty job and overcharge you. When you, get, when you get Chris Jackson, you know exactly what you're paying for because you are going to get top quality, top shelf experience. Trust me. I guarantee it. So, Again, oh, by the way, this guy took a house in Fox Chase, his house that he lives in now. This thing was almost at the point of being condemned, and he turned it into a modern-day cathedral. This guy is brilliant, he's talented, he's hardworking, and he's a class act. You got to go check out my buddy, Action Jackson, Chris Jackson. Call Chris, cjacksoncontractors.com. Tell him I sent you. All right, welcome back to the C-Rod Podcast. Beautiful day out there today, too, by the way. This weekend was great for, for weather. And I had my friend Jay over. Two quick things. Since we're, you know, slowly loading back into this part as being the C-Rod cookbook. But, so I had Jay over yesterday. We had a great fucking time, as always. Watched him, you know, playoff baseball and hung out on the balcony, had some drinks. And 
the day before I'd gone to the supermarket because I planned on him coming over. So I made, and I've done this on the Sea Rod Cookbook before, but I made a, another phenomenal bolognese yesterday. Oh, it was so fucking good. So we did. I got like Italian bread and I got some uh, olio de oliva of, you know, it's, it's got like that, it's like oil with the, uh, like the Parmesan and herbs in it and shit. So we like had that with the bread. And then I made a caprice salad. A little fresh mozzarella, a little balsamic vinegar, some seasoned up tomatoes, fresh basil on top, right? A little Italian seasoning, some crushed red pepper. It was fantastic. And then the bolognese, fucking forget about it. It was it was just whew. looking forward to cooking season here. So I'll be getting started on that too. And I don't know when it's going to be, maybe about another week or two when I'll start doing this this segment because people are asking about it. <laughs> it's it's so fucking weird. You know, it's, this, ain't, this ain't like the Emerald Lagasse podcast to fucking see right podcast all right but i'll share my shit with you anyway so what i had one more small thing too oh so the weirdest thing happened and again this this is a complete rodriguez law type of thing i got three areas in my living room that i am like completely unhappy with and it, it all has to do with wires i have more wires in this fucking living room like i could i could power a walmart with all the goddamn wires i got in here right I got these wires like come you know, from my TV. I got like you know a, a PlayStation which I don't fucking use. I got my cable box. I got my sound bar. I got my TV. Like there's there's so many freaking wires behind the goddamn entertainment center. It makes me sick. And then my workstation's even worse because I got like you know a wire for each monitor, a wire for my keyboard, a wire for my mouse, a wire for uh, my laptop. Like there's 52 wires over there. And then the same thing in the other corner of the room with my modem and my all that other shit. I can't stand it. So anyway, my phone for work is not actually a physical phone. Like, I don't have a phone. It's just a headset that I plug into. I think it's my monitor. I forget what it is. I plug it in somewhere, and that's how my phone works. It just works through my computer. So sometimes, I, you know, I take, like when I take my headset off, off over a call or like, like after a call, I mean, or even just for the end of the day, I'll just like kind of throw it under the desk you know so i'm vacuuming on saturday right <laughs> only me this happens to i'm vacuuming as, as i do you know and i got over to my desk area and I, I like went to go like vacuum up to basically like the desk line right before you go underneath it and what happened the vacuum sucked up the entire fucking wire from my headset so now i got to go into work tomorrow tuesday's an office day but i got to go into work tomorrow to like pick up a new headset and it's like i might as well stay there you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I don't know. It, it's just a pain in the dick. And I, and I, I, I just couldn't believe... Like, I'll sit there, right? And I'll, like, <laughs> vacuum over like a, a you know, a, a broken piece of Dorito. You, you can vacuum over it 33 times and, and, and the vacuum doesn't pick it up. Me? I go to I go to vacuum a goddamn wire. I, I didn't even go, hover over it and it's like... <laughs> it just sucked it right up. I'm like, God damn it. So then I took the goddamn vacuum apart to see if I can retrieve it and where the USB, like, port is it, it ripped that thing clean the fuck off <laughs> only me this this will happen to it's just it's it's unreal all right so where are we at here uh okay so i wanted to tell you guys about this trip to the supermarket that i had as of course i've gotten probably five to ten stories out of going out to the supermarket and I, i'm going to tell you if you want to find out where we're at as a society or if you just want to completely lose faith in humanity just take a take a take a stroll down to the fucking supermarket, and you'll and you'll find exactly where we stand. Because I I just can't get over the volume of people out there that are fucking that stupid. Like everybody is stupid. Like I tell you guys this all the time. You know, like when I I don't want to be a problem when I'm out. So it's like I I will, you know, I look out for other people. You know, and make sure that like I'm not in their way. I'm not this. I'm not that 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 right. <sighs> So I was going to get all the shit that I needed for the bolognese yesterday, right? This was Friday, I think. And I'm like, you know, I had to go all over the store, you know, because I had to get a bunch of different shit. Like, I had things that were on polar opposites of the, you know, of the supermarket, meaning, like, I, I had to get the Italian bread, you know, and that's on one complete side of the store. Then on the, on the complete opposite side of the store is, like, the fresh herbs. I had to get fresh parsley. I had to get fresh basil. You know, and then everything in between that I had to get, right? So 
I, like I, there was something in the Italian bread section. I think that I forgot. I forget. I, I had. Oh, it was it was the 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 mozzarella for the uh, for the Capri salad, and it was in that same section. I already got the bread, and I was going over to get the you know the parsley and the basil, and I'm like, oh fuck! I'm like I gotta go all the way back on the other side of the store, right? And then after that, I had to go somewhere like in the internal, you know, in the interior of the store, if you will, right? So. So now, where the self-checkout line is, and, and you guys know how I feel about this, there's always people standing in line. At the, like, that line is always longer than, like, the human interaction line because that's just what people do these days. And, and I can't stand when they ring out a full cart worth of shit. You know? Because half of them don't know what the hell they're doing. We weren't properly trained on this machine. You know, that's just one thing. But the other thing is, is like, you know, like just, just the way it's set up, it's just not set up for 17 bags. But when it gets longer, what ends up happening is the, the line will like make a hard left once it gets past the actual unit. Because what that does is it creates a lane of traffic because that's the main aisle of the store. Like that's basically your link to all the interior aisles. You know what I'm saying? So in this particular instance, after I went and got the cheese, I, I'm, I'm going back to the middle of the store. Now I'm at the top where, where the self-checkout line is, and I had to go like three or four aisles down. Now the line wasn't that long, but it was past like the actual units. So now it's like at that point where it's going to start to make that hard left to create space for other people, right? So I'm walking, and I see this dipshit, right? He's just getting into line, and he's like, oh, where do I stand? What should I do? Right? And what, what did he do? He went straight back in the line. Instead of like starting the hard left, he went straight back in line. So now he was, he, he was standing in the middle of the aisle where people couldn't get behind him or in front of him. And that's why I'm saying, like, if you want to find out where we're at as a society, just go to the fucking supermarket. Like, it didn't even creep into this guy's mind that, like, oh, I'm in the main aisle of the supermarket and I'm blocking everybody. Maybe I should go on the, and, and start this hard left. Now, didn't even register in his mind so this is this is what i like to do i won't i won't say anything like i'll walk up and I, I was no more than five feet away from this guy and i was clearly in his peripheral vision all right and i will stand there that's what i'll do i'll just stand there and like kind of make him notice me so he turns around and goes oh i'm a dipshit i'm sorry let me get out of your way you know i won't just say excuse me i'll just like it's because i'm petty like that <laughs> right so i'm standing there for a good 90 seconds you know, and I'm kind of like wiggling the car back and forth, like trying to move and catch his. He didn't. He didn't even budge. Like his head was in outer space. I'm like, like it's getting to the point now where I'm pissed off. Right? Doesn't take me much anyway. You know. So there was two people in front of him, and that was kind of where it cut off, like where the actual units were that you rung yourself up, and there was a gap there. Right, so I just quick flipped my cart and I walked in front of those two people and kind of make a U-turn back to this guy. Now I am flush right in front of him in his line of sight and he saw exactly what the hell I did and I was doing it because of him. he didn't even notice. I just wanted to fucking like hip check him. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he's, he, did, he didn't even look. He was just like in the clouds. It was, it was, it was unbelievable. But the thing is, you go to the supermarket and and there's 11 people like that in the supermarket they're like they're just they're, they're in their own fucking world I've, I've talked about this before you know I, like i will I, i'm two moves ahead of 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 people like meaning if i'm walking down the aisles typically what i'll do is i'll start on one side of the of the of this grocery store and i'll work my way to the other side and then i'm done but like you know but sometimes i gotta skip because if, if i go down like that main aisle that that dipshit was standing in if, if I'm going down the next aisle, I'll survey it first. I'll look at it. You know, if it's empty, fantastic. If there's like two people in it, I'll, I'll, I'll figure out what the move is, you know, so I'm not in their way and they're not in my way, you know. Like, for example, if you guys remember me telling you about when they had, like, they have those little display um, things sometimes, like, that are, that are in the aisle that's like a cardboard stand-up thing with, like, shit in there. And all that really does is just throws up a roadblock at that part of the aisle. Right, because that, that, that means there's only one lane of traffic at that point in the aisle. But if I look down the aisle and it's got one of those things, right? If I see like two people coming the other way, like towards me, I'll 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 speed up, you know, and I'll go right to where that cardboard thing is, and I'll stand behind it until they can get by. Meaning I'm letting them go. Like that's how far ahead I'm thinking, and nobody else does this. It seems so. Then 
like the next aisle, uh, if I see like eight people in it, I'm like, fuck that noise. I'll go somewhere else and I'll come back, you know. But I don't think this process like enters people's minds whatsoever, you know. Like, you remember that lady I told you about that, like, she pulls her cart from the front so her body's in the left side of the lane and the cart's in the right side of the lane? Like, it doesn't creep through her mind one time that, like, she's she's being a total fucking asshole. Right? So I finally get my shit, right? I, go, I went to the human line because I interact with humans. I, you know, like, had him ring me up because I had probably, I, did, I still had under 15 items, I think, but still. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna create a problem for the people that are in the self checkout line who don't want to fucking associate with human beings anyway in 2020. Well, anyway, but why am I working at the grocery store now? So now I go outside, and did you ever see this fucking move? I so many people do this move too, and I'm just like, why, why are we doing this? So the lane of traffic right in front of the supermarket, right? It's typically where they have like, you know, like the the walkways for pedestrians that you have to stop at and there's stop signs and all that shit. It's like the main, you know, aisle to get into the, you know, the aisles that you park in. Why is it that like if somebody goes out of, and I, I know you guys listening out here have heard this before, but like say they get into the exit of the supermarket, right? And their car is like three aisles over, Okay. Instead of crossing the street and then making the right towards the aisle that your car is in, they don't do that. They will walk diagonally across the street, like at the angle of, like when I finally get across the street, I'm going to be at the aisle my car is in, which pretty much means you're walking like an eighth of a mile in the middle of the fucking street, so like, like people just have to wait for you. I don't understand people. I like like they don't think for one. It, it does not cross their mind. Like oh maybe I should I, I should cross this street quickly, and allow traffic to move. No, they're gonna walk diagonally across. I, I, that's and they got a cart and it's a whole fucking thing. You know, I think you should be able to run those people over. <laughs> oh my god! But they just I swear to God they the humanity. I say it all the time on the show. It never never ceases to disappoint me and it's just going to continually get worse obviously but anyway so i was telling you guys in the close last week and in, i think in the open this week too i had my golf outing on tuesday and it was a miserable miserable experience i i cannot believe now it does say in the email it's a rain or shine event but this was a completely this is completely different it was like fucking 45 degrees. The wind was blowing. It was raining. I'm like, you know, here's my plan. Like, I'm going to just get drunk <laughs> so so the cold and the rain don't affect me. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. And that did not work out. I, I, was, I was frozen. I was soaked. You know, I couldn't even hold on to the club. None of us could. Like, there was clubs flying all over the place. It was It was insane. You know, you couldn't play any kind of real golf in in that weather. It was like the British Open. It was it was insane, right? But here's the thing. I, I'm like, you know, why didn't you fucking cancel it? Just, just postpone the fucking thing. You know, we already paid like 80 bucks or whatever it is. You know, like just have us come back a different day. And I, but, you know, of course, it was it was a money grab for both companies. You know, because they have to pay us. It's a charity event. So our company will pay us to play golf. And I'll, I'll, I will take that any day of the week instead of working, you know. But in this particular case, <laughs> I may have wanted to work. I, I, I'm only kidding. I'll always take a, a cold, rainy shit day over that. But I don't know what it is. There's there's like certain managers in my in my company, and one is is a former manager of mine, and, and and a friend of his is a former manager of mine. And like for some reason, like they 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 always want to be around me. I like I, I have no what, like I don't know what it says on my face that like we're friends, you know, but we're not, you know. So I fucking, I sit at the table for the dinner afterwards and I make my fucking plate up. And there, there's, the table had seven people, myself included. I think five of them were like managers. Some were department managers, you know, like they're, they're high up. And you guys know me. I don't play the corporate flute. I, I never have. I never will. You know, because like I said, like, you know, these people don't know who the fuck you are. You're just a number to them. Why am I going to sit here and lay down? and compromise my integrity for somebody who don't give a fuck about me. 
Now, a lot of these guys that were sitting at this table aren't golfers. Okay, I think only one of them other than me was. And, you know, the way golf works, like when I was a member at a country club for a couple of years there in the mid-20-teens, right, you get to know everybody, and then what ends up happening is when you're when you're finished your round of golf, you're sitting at, you know in a room in a bar with like you know thirty guys that you know, and everybody's busting balls and everybody's fucking telling jokes and you know it, it, and we're drinking and making bad decisions. That's just it's like that at every golf course, okay? But like so, I went into that mode. Like I was I was just ripping out one liners and fucking saying shit. Now the whole table, they're they're I was killing. They're all cracking the fuck up at everything I say. But a lot of the things that I was saying is something you shouldn't say, you know, in a corporate setting, so to speak. But again, I don't give a rat's ass about that. Right? So every time I was fucking saying something, and they're, they're laughing their asses off, but they're like burying their heads in their hands going, like, I can't believe he's saying this shit. Like, like I th- like, all right, here's an example. And this is how mild it was, and, they're, and they're, they were overreacting. They're like, dude, I can't believe you're saying this shit. I'm like, dude, we're at a golf course, you know? We're not in the CEO's fucking office. You know, and, and we were talking about the weather and all that kind of shit. I'm like, yeah, dude, for 80 bucks today with this weather, what we just endured, you know, it, sh- it should have come with cocaine and hookers. You know, that's completely acceptable at a golf course. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they're like, oh my God, uh, what, what do you say? I'm like, dude, we're not even at work. This is how these people live. Like they, they will, they will compromise their integrity for that fucking job. And I, I will not do that. I, I, you know. I have skills where I could take my shit elsewhere, but, you know, th- there's also value in, in what I bring to the table, you know, and if I want to say something off color, I'm going to say something off color, whether you fucking like it or not, and in fact, I say that shit in the, in the office, you know, like, I'll, I'll sit there, I, like, I will bust, the, the, like, the, the department manager's ball, not my manager, the, the, the manager of the department, I'll bust their balls in fucking work, you know. Like the one guy's wearing, he, he, this guy wore flip flops, like the first three office days that we came back in, and he's a department manager, and I'm like, your fucking feet are filth, sock that foot. You ever see the guy with the finger foot? You ever seen this guy walking around? <laughs> Toes so long, he's got knuckles on him. <laughs> like you could pick up an orange and then throw it at you. What? What, what are you doing? You know, I'll point it out, and, and, and everybody will laugh. But it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, if you're a higher position than me in work, I've said this before, you're not higher than me in life. We're equal, you know? And I'm not going to say, oh, yes, sir, no, sir. No, if I do my job, I'm going to be who the fuck I am. And that's, that's always who I have been. I, I will not do that shit and, and suck up or do anything to try to move up. You know, so, uh, most of the richest people I know don't have any money. If you think about it that way, you know? Oh, you'll get a promotion. You'll get another $2 an hour. Who gives a shit? <laughs> you know? You know, if you kiss this person's ass, you'll get this position. Let's guess what I'm not doing. It's, it's just unbelievable. It really is. But this one quick thing before we get into our two weekly segments here. And I've talked about this, you know, mildly. I haven't really done like a full bit on it. But I was talking about how like what like clickbait. And the things that they do, like how pathetic these people are, you know, like if you read the entire article or how a certain percentage of the article, I think, is like where they get the people, the the author will get credit for it or whatever the case may be, right? So they'll say like, you know, let's just say like it's a, it's like a celebrity couple, like, like, since I hate these people, say it's like Machine Gun Kelly and whatever the fuck her name is, right? So... Like, it'll say, like, oh, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox's relationship, you know, they got into an argument. You won't believe what Machine Gun Kelly did to her, right? And and people are like, whoa, whoa, what did he do to her? And they'll click into it. And the article is, like, 1,100 pages. You know, it starts out like, oh, well, Machine Gun Kelly was four years old. He did this and blah, blah, blah. And then he goes through his whole chronological order of his fucking life, right? And then finally, after you scroll all the way down to the bottom... You know, it'll be like, yeah, and then they got into an argument, and Machine Gun Kelly went to the flower store and got her two dozen roses. The the level of disappointment, you're like, what do you mean he didn't fucking throw her down a flight of steps? Like, what are we talking about of dozen roses? I just wasted all this time. Now, that's not a real article, I'm just saying. You know, or if they have a list of something. Like, oh, this is what these celebrities, you know, look like now, 20 years later. I nearly spit my drink out at number 72. 
And it's like, so now you got to scroll and do a slideshow all the way to fucking send. These people do it. It's, it's ridiculous. <sighs> we need to just get rid of the internet altogether. <laughs> you know, the internet, social media, we, we need to get rid of all of it. So it's time for the Get Off My Lawn segment for the week. So here it is. What the hell is this? Get off, get off my lawn. Now, this isn't the first time I've said this, but I think that... And I said it to Jay yesterday, actually. My generation, Gen, Gen X, we were the last great generation. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I, I, I'm sorry. Just the way that everybody is just such a pussy these days with all the bullshit man you know i i think i might have said this before like you know my generation like we drank malt liquor in the woods and we had fucking mosh pits you know you guys <laughs> you guys drink white claws and have safe spaces we ain't the fucking same all right we are gen x yeah we are the generation that people should fear we were the par- <laughs> we were the generation that yeah. grew up without parents yeah hey Go home. Here's a fucking key. Yeah. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Don't let anything fucking happen to that house. I'll be home at this time. <laughs> hey, it's summer. Get the fuck out of this house. Go outside. Don't get in trouble. Don't get arrested. Don't get molested. Don't get kidnapped. <laughs> I know. Figure out a fucking place to eat. Maybe some of your parents just went to the grocery store. Maybe get a sandwich over there. Yeah. Get home when the fucking street lights come on or yeah. when it's dark and don't get in any fucking trouble. A hundred percent. That's our whole life. Yeah. It's yeah. Just figuring out how to not get molested kidnapped arrested (laughs) any of the eds none of them (laughs) but you know i saw a i don't know if it was a facebook post or what it was i saw it somewhere online where target had this like sweater it was a christmas sweater and it had like the acronym ocd on it and to be honest with you I forget what what it stood for. It was like obsessed with Christmas or something like that, right? And of course, there was like like a little twenty year old fucking girl, right, who who dyes her hair gray because that's you know that like here's the thing: you want to spot like an offended, you know, hardcore liberal like gender person, <laughs> just look at their hair color. You know, if you got purple hair, you know, I, and I, honestly, like that was that's a new thing for them. You know, like I don't, I don't have any problem with people like dyeing their hair like colors that aren't natural. I think some of it, it looks good a lot of the times, but now it's like, yeah, the, the people who got their screws loose, they're the ones doing this shit. So anyway, that, that there's neither here nor there. She posted a picture of her in Target standing next to that sweat that sweater, and she's like, you know, with somebody who has an aunt who has OCD, this is really offensive. I'm so offended by this shirt. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it wasn't even you. You know, it was your aunt. You know, like, oh, my next door neighbor's hamster had two babies and they both have OCD, so this sweater is so offensive. What the fuck, man? You know, seriously, it, it's like, you know, I, there's so many things. Like, it, it, it just, whatever is in front of them, I say this all the time, whatever is in front of them, they're going to find something to be offensive about it. You know, like, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to look around here for an example. Okay. So right now on one of my end tables, I have a an all it's like a Lysol all-purpose cleaner, okay? And the bottle is yellow, and it says Lysol in blue in the font that is their logo. There's some red in there and blah blah blah, and then like the the spray nozzle piece like that goes on the top of the bottle is white. So how can I be offended? By this Lysol bottle. Let me let me let me see. Let me actually put it in front of me. Ugh, let me grab this here. All right. All right. Let's see. Maybe, maybe maybe in some of the writing, I can I can find some offense in here. Okay. Oh, it kills germs. Well, all right. Tested and proven to kill COVID nineteen virus. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, it kills germs. I mean, what the fuck did the germs ever do? This is very offensive. You know. And let's see. Kills 99.9% of all viruses and bacteria. Well, why is not the 0.1% of the 99.9%? Why, why, why weren't they included? That's so offensive. And let's, let's see what else. All right. Oh, this the spray top. The spray top is white. And so what are you trying to say? 
You know, the the white is on top of, of of everything else and all the other colors. That's racist. This is what people really believe. This is like honestly, like they wake up in the morning and they're like, "How can I be a victim today? How can I be offended? What's going to offend me?" That's <laughs> why we were the last great generation. Beat your fucking kids. I. I <laughs> Oh my God! It's it's just crazy though. And here's the thing too, like these people who like th- like they scream for shit. Like like all, I said this before when I was talking about like, you know, all these people who protest shit. They don't even really know what what they're talking about. Like, but they just want to scream and fucking holler. They the all these people have a certain look about them. You know, like that that girl that was in that picture with the OCD thing. You should have seen the look on her face. It was just like you look at her and she's like, oh, yeah, she's offended. You could just tell. Like, these people are space cadets. And, and it's so fucking funny because, like, you know, all they know is, you know, like, oh, vote Democrat so we can, you know, we can defund the police and we can do all this. And they don't even, they really have no fucking idea what they're co-signing for. More on that in the That's Fucked Up segment in, in just a couple minutes. But, you know, like, I was, remember I was talking about Dr. Oz and that John Fetterman, that fucking freak show? Holy shit, he's Bigfoot! You know, he's he he wants to like he wants to defund the police. He wants to um, let murderers out of prison. He wants to have uh, less of a sentence for felony murderers. He wants to decriminalize all drugs, including fentanyl. He wants to have uh, heroin injection sites. But as long as they you know like they have like the, well, we'll defund the police and we're gonna fucking do this and climate change and all that oh yeah 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 fight for him yeah, yeah. and they have no idea what they're fucking co-signing for you know and that, and that's that's just that's a serious fucking problem people just want to be entitled and scream at the top of their lungs for what they don't know what they're talking about and then when they vote shit like this in and all this shit starts to happen then they, like they don't they don't find themselves responsible it's it's just no accountability no nothing Gen X was the last great generation and that's and that's the bottom line I, I hate to break it to you now like i said does it mean every single person in these newer generations are like that no because i know a lot of great kids that are you know that are that are actually have their heads screwed on right but these people don't know how to think for themselves and it's just it's crazy like like yeah be offended okay you just walk down a fucking target oh my god that sweater i'm gonna cry fucking idiots all right, it's time for that fucked up. On today's episode of how fucked up is fucked up, that's fucked up. So uh, last week, and it was brought to my attention by Jay when he was here yesterday. It was about a family that we we grew up with in uh, in the Northeast, and this guy was giving like a driving test to somebody who was going to be hired like for FedEx like you had to take a driving test right and and the guy failed right so the guy in the family I'm talking about was the guy giving the test right and he failed the guy so what did the guy do he, he shot him in the face fucking killed him and this is what I'm talking about when it comes to this kind of shit you everybody who voted the way that they voted voted this shit in all right, and if you want to stop it, like like for the people that did vote this in, like I said, like you know, like the people who came, oh well, it's too late now. No, 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 no. You did this, so now you made your bed, you lay in it. I've said that before, but what I'm saying is, you know, do you, are you going to fucking be smart this time and actually like pay attention to what you're voting in? This is less than three weeks away, you know, because now everybody's saying he's like, oh my god, it's so fucking crazy, man. You just people are just killing each other. Yeah, that's exactly right because it's it's like you know, not only. Did we vote to defund police? But also, we got a mayor and a DA right now that you voted in, okay, who's just allowing this shit. They're like, they're like, kill people. It's fine. Don't worry about it. You know, John Fetterman will come in. He'll give you less of a sentence. We'll have you out of jail by the end of the fucking weekend. You know, just start shooting people. And they're doing it. Like, if you look across the country, this isn't just in Philadelphia. This is this is everywhere. People are just, oh, yeah, you know, like, as a matter of fact, in Southampton, uh, the other day, okay. On it, it, now Friday and Saturday night, that bar is fucked up. It's 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 a shame because the food in there is phenomenal. I used to play their acoustic. It was a great atmosphere. But on Friday and Saturday nights, it brings the fucking riffraff. Well, this past weekend, or like a, I think a, I think it was a week ago, 
There was a fight in the parking lot. Two people got shot dead. One person's injured. I was telling you about that paddy wax thing that happened last week. Guy shot him in the back. I think that kid died. But what I'm saying is, it's like, and it's not just bars. Like, this is for road rage. These are carjackings. These are all these other things because these people know that there's no accountability. Now you can just go out and kill people. You know? Does anybody else, like, you know, like, like fear, like, when they're going around? Like, this could happen to anybody at any given time because people are just going out and murdering people now, especially around here. Do you want this to continue? Because the answer to that could be found at the voting booths three short weeks away, okay? Stop listening to the fucking idiot box, okay? And think for yourself and think, do I really want this? Do I really want all this bullshit? Did you really vote for fucking this, these gas prices? Did you really vote for this inflation? Did you really vote for the borders to be wide open and fentanyl pouring over the border and sex trafficking and criminals and, and, and most wanted terrorists and shit crossing them? Did you really vote for that? Did you really vote for war? Did you really vote for this crime? You didn't. But the TV told you to. And you did. I'm not talking about you guys. You know what I'm saying. Uh, this is me just <laughs> pontificating a general statement of the importance of critical thinking. You, you, you got to do this. Because like now it's close to home. Like I didn't really know this kid, you know, um, you know, growing up. I was, I, I was, you know, kind of acquaintances with the family. Not as much as Jay was because they lived on the same street. But it's happening close to home, and this kid, this guy, got shot in the face for failing somebody on a fucking on on a, on a you know a driving test. <laughs> you know, when I went to go get my CDL, right? The, I fought like you have to take an air brake test, and then you have to you know take the road test, obviously, right? Um, in, in in like a twenty six foot truck for a class B that is. But then you have to like the air brake test is a whole thing, right? Now I followed a different guide. I didn't follow like the actual pen dot guide because like truck drivers are like, this is what air brakes are really like. And they give you the air the air brake test before you drive. And the first time I went there I failed it. Did I shoot the guy in the fucking face and kill him? No. I went back the next week and I passed the fucking test. I mean it's it's, it's that simple. <laughs> You know, but people will shoot people over anything now. And the fact that we are letting people get away with it to make it happen even more, that's fucked up. Now, I'm going to turn to more shenanigans here at the the corner of Oak and Hamilton streets here in Norristown. It's tough out here in these streets. Anyway, there was a, uh, I think this was maybe Friday night. Yeah, because it was late. It was like 1230. I wouldn't be out there that late during the week, but... So, uh, there was a, a, you know, somebody who I guess didn't pay their rent and they were, you know, doing the old midnight move, you know, and it was a woman and her baby. Now this baby, I swear, you'll, I'm going to play a clip for you and I'm going to apologize for some of the sound of it because whenever I got something that's like gold that I can, that I can record, you know, from the neighborhood and the neighborhood shenanigans go on around here, I can always count on the cars going by to fucking ruin it. You know, but like you, you, you'll be able to hear this. So what she did was, she she took. Now she must have been moving no more than five minutes away because she came back like four times. She was making like four trips. One time she got a fucking chair. The other time she'd get like trunks and all this other shit. Right. Meanwhile, like carrying the baby like the whole way, and this baby couldn't have been more than six months. And it's like twelve thirty at night. Right. So I guess like the kid was getting cranky because it was like, what the fuck are we doing? I'm, I should have been asleep four hours ago. Like, what am I doing in this car seat? Like, and you're, and you're making me hold a fucking iPad or whatever it was they were putting in front of her. And the, the lady fucking snapped and, and like, and she, she's like, you, you might be able to hear it. She's like smacked the baby. And then start like yelling at shit. Now you guys know me, all right? You know I'm a proprietor for fucking beat your kids, but don't beat your infants. I mean, Jesus, you gotta draw a line somewhere. There's boundaries here. You know, but check this out.
like I said, you know, the, the cars, the cars kind of like ruined that. But you did get like the ass end of what was happening. I'm like, who like moves with their infant at at, at 12:30 at night? Like, I, it just made no, it made no sense to me. But then again, I just remembered where my geographic location is, and that kind of just you know put that right into the dust. So that's okay. Yeah, that's just par for the course around here. But another story of mine popped into my head. I think last week, somewhere around there, for some reason, just randomly popped into my head. Now, you know, when I was working the last job that I had before this job, I was in, I, I told you guys this before, you know, it was the worst, it was the, it was the, the worst mental part of, of my life. I think it was just like everything just culminated, you know, and then that job was like the, the thing that just set me off the deep end, you know. Just there was so much fucked up shit about that job. It was just it was nuts. But that was like the catalyst for me to say like I've had enough of all of this. So I was you know I, I was <laughs> I was uh, you know self medicating back then. And it, it's <laughs> this story could be viewed as funny, but it's if you if you knew like the place that it was coming from, it's pretty sad. But it was like I I did draw humor out of this. In fact, when I told my sister about it, she was cracking the fuck up. So, like, what I would do, like, on Friday, I would tell you, I think I've said this to you guys before, I would get done work on Friday, and I would sleep until Monday. And, you know, if you're wondering, like, well, how, how can you even sleep that long? How is that even possible? Well, I would wake up, I would self-medicate, I'd go back to sleep, and that was just what it did. So, I remember, you know, I was, you know, sleeping the weekend away as I did. I was so freaking depressed. And so, I woke up, right? It was like, I don't know. It, I think it was like Sunday afternoon and I I was going to go back to sleep but then I thought about it, I'm like I don't think I've eaten like because I, I didn't eat that day on Friday I remember it and then like Thursday was like the last time that I ate and it was like Sunday afternoon at this point and I'm like all right like I gotta I gotta get something to eat man you know so like I order a pizza right <laughs> now <laughs> The pizza gets there, and I really was like kind of sedentary as the whole time. As the whole time passed, I just sat on the couch and like watched TV. I didn't even get up. So when I, I was in Willow Grove at the time, so my the way that the apartment worked was I was like towards the back of the building. So when you went in the back door, I was the first door, but then the front door, I was probably a good. I don't know, probably twenty yards away. And so the guy rings the doorbell, right? And I had like the front door, actually both doors had like a you know a glass pane on it so you can see into the building you can see out of the building from the hallway right so i i go to like to go answer the door and now i'm in the hallway i've i probably took three steps to the door i got up i took three steps to the door and another two steps in the hallway right and my lights went the fuck out i just, i woke up i was on the ground i fell like on my collarbone it, like I, it was the weirdest thing like it was it was a complete like just faint and I remember waking up and I'm looking at the ceiling and I'm going like, what the fuck? I'm like, that's just fucking weird, you know? And I, I had no idea why the hell it happened. So now I get up and I got like another 15 yards to go and I, I see the guy in the door. He was like a 70-year-old dude, you know, holding my pizza, right? And, and no sooner than two more steps, I was down again. Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! And I'm like, why can't I fucking stand up? Like, what the hell's going on here, Right? So finally, I get to the door, and I've probably, I think I fell two more times. Like, every time I got up, I fucking fell. I had no idea what the hell was going on, right? So, I open the door, and this guy goes, you fell down four times. I'm like, oh, really? What gave it away? Like, you, you think I didn't know that I fucking fell? I, I, in the middle of all that, I fell again. And, and I get up, and he's like, you fell again. I'm like, thanks for the play-by-play commentary, guy, but I, I, I'm the one falling. I, I don't need you to commentate it for me, right? So this guy calls the cops. And I'm, I didn't know because I think it was I, I was in between falls or something like that, but he, he did call the cops, and the cops came pretty quickly. They were there, like, almost right away. So like the you know the, uh, the like the cop like has like a, like a uh, like an EMT come with them like the, you know an ambulance came and they sit me up like on the like outside like we had like you know little patio furniture out there and we, they're, they're sitting me on that chair and and there's like a, a a woman EMT like you know like running tests and shit on me and she was really cool she's like you okay like like you know is there anything going on like blah 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 and the, and the guy's like he's 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 on drugs or he's drunk or something 
He keeps falling down. And the cop said, whoa, guy. He's like, he's in his own fucking house. If He can do whatever the hell he wants. You know, like the guy was just trying to get me in trouble. And I was like having, I was having a fucking problem. I didn't know what the whole the problem was. Well, it turned out my blood sugar was like, she's like, your blood sugar is dangerously low. She's like, you know, she's like, I would take you, you know, I would take you, you know, into the hospital, like for, for whatever. But I see you just ordered a pizza. You know, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, my only thing is I hope I don't fucking fall 16 times while I'm holding it to get back to, the, you know, like whatever. But I didn't. But it was just like, man, like I, I, it was a fucked up thing. And I, I told my sister the story, and she was she was cracking the fuck up because of the guy with the commentary. You just fell down again? Oh, really? Thanks. <laughs> That's all I got for you guys this week, and it's it, it's it's fun as always. And you know, I now as a matter of fact, I think we are here. It's the sixty fifth episode, and I, you know, of course, appreciate you guys shitting in with me every week. And you know, like I was saying in the beginning about the messages and things like that, the interaction that I get. And it's always good to talk about the show with people and stuff like that. It's, you know, it's the, I do this because of, you know, for you. You know, this is, this is the reason why. You are the reason why that I do this. And, and I, I love you for letting me do something that I love. I think it's, I think it's really cool. So it's a pretty even trade, right? <laughs> I enjoy doing it. You enjoy listening. It's a win-win, you know? Need to get a hold of me, podcast at gmail.com. You can get me on Facebook Messenger or you can text or call me if you have my number. And I, and I am... It's unbelievable how bad I've slacked on this on this website and, and calling GoDaddy to find out what my actual domain is. I just forget. I forget what it was. And the website has, like, a, it's got the the color scheme of the new logo, but it still has the old logo on there. And honestly, they're nonsense. Whatever. But I will get that. I will get that sometime, eventually, down the road. Hopefully, I can do that this week. But I always say that. I never do it. So I'm not even going to talk about it. But the C-Rod Podcast is written, mixed, mastered, and produced by yours truly. And I don't want to jump the gun, but I'm I, I'm I'm hoping to have a surprise for you guys next week. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to do anything like that. But I may I may or may not have a surprise for you next week. So if you want to find out what that is or if it even is going to happen, tune in next week to find out. This is Christian Rodriguez saying, "Be awake, not woke. Beat your fucking kids. Take care." Ah, the man.